Turn your Bible tonight, if you would please, to Isaiah 53. I want to speak to you about the message of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isaiah 53, and uh, read with me, please. I want to read the chapter. It's only 12 verses long. In this beginning, verse 1. Who had believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He had no form of comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we were healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He had brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before his shears is done. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his dead because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offer for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he has poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Notice the last verse there, if you would please. He bear the sin, S-I-N, of many. Doesn't say sins. And what God does by that one statement is He's putting all sins into one category. There's no degrees in sin with God. Sin is sin, period. Amen? But He bore them all. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name tonight. Help us to see the importance and the importance that you place upon the very word cross and what you did for us upon the cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was reading and studying again this great chapter and I was thinking about what people think about the cross when you say the word cross. Now when we speak of the cross, of the Lord Jesus Christ, we don't mean the wood beams used to crucify Jesus upon. Rather, we mean the work of redemption God did for us there. 
then it, there are at least five things I want to give you very quickly about the message of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Number one, the plan of the cross. The plan is verses one through three. Uh, who has bleed our port? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up as a tender plant, root out of dry ground of no beauty. He is despised and rejected of men, man of sorrow, acquainted with grief, and we hid our, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. In those first three verses, before God ever created man, God knew man would sin. Now the question is always asked, then why did God make man a sinner? The answer is God didn't make man a sinner. But God did not, he did not make us robots either. He gave us what we call free moral agent. God gave us a free will. You can choose God or you can reject God. We're not puppets on a string because he wanted our uh, voluntary love and obedience is why God gave us a free agent mind. We can do what we want to with our mind. But man chose to sin. Uh, but this did not take God by surprise because before the world was ever formed, God had a plan for the salvation of sinful man's soul. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. In John 1, verses 1 and 2, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, the same was in the beginning with God. Now, when the Bible says it here, Isaiah 53 is talking about the Lord, and we say that He's talking about Jesus Christ, you've got to remember something. Jesus Christ is God. So who's suffering here? Who's dying on the cross? Who's, who is man literally spitting upon and beating and so on? Can you imagine a man beating God? Now, the plan of the cross was and is God wanted to save sinners from their sin. So God sent Jesus Christ, His Son, to die for sinners. That's the plan. Now, the pain of the cross is found in verses 4, 5, and verse 10. But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him. And with His stripe we are healed. Now, go down to verse uh, 10, if you would, please. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise Him. He hath put Him to grief. And thou shalt make His soul an offer for sin. And he shall see His seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. I thank God for Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. Many, many times I quoted it to people to get them saved. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not yourselves a gift to God, not a works lest any mind should boast. Now what that is simply saying is, salvation is a free gift to sinful man. It doesn't cost us anything to be saved. But the cost, God, it cost God everything. You think about this. The pain of the cross. God was in Christ Jesus dying for man. The shame of the cross. Uh, they sped upon Jesus. They beat the very Son of God. They took all the clothes off Jesus. You see on the cross, 
pictures of the Lord Jesus Christ with a napkin uh, or laid around his private part. But according to the Bible, it said he was naked. That's shameful. And that's why it was done. Uh, the, the best, very best uh, that was done for us was God. And he took all the clothes off him and made him shameful. Men nailed him to that old rugged cross as they laughed and scorned him and mocked God. I believe Jesus died of a broken heart. I really do. If you'll read those verses 4, 5, and 10 again, you can't help but see the broken heart of God. The place of the cross is found in verse 9, verse 8, and verse 9. And he was taken from prison and from judgment, who shall declare his generation. For he was cut off from the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked, and was rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. The place was a hill outside of the gate. The place was in the sight of all the people. The place was upon a tree, the place of a curse. Galatians 3 verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed everyone that hangeth on a tree. The curse of the law is sin. Anyone who sins against God must die eternally. But in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 55 through 57, you'll find that Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. Everybody. The power of the cross is found in verse 11. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. Can you imagine a sinful man going before God and God saying to that sinful man, I'm satisfied. You don't have to do anything else. And listen to verse 11 again. For he shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. When God sees that, he is satisfied. Acts 13, verse 38, Be it known unto you therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. Verse 39 of Acts 13, And by him all them believe are justified from all things, from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Turn with me to Romans chapter 5, chapter 5 for just a minute. Romans chapter 5. Don't begin to read verse 15. But not as offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God, and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift, for the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses under justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so by the rights of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. 
For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. More law in it, that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, I want you to watch this, please. When Adam sinned, he passed it on to all of us, death, because sin causes death. But Jesus, by that one man, when he sinned, every man that's ever been born on the face of the earth had sin reigning in their body. <clears throat> but Jesus came. Now, the power of the cross is the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ shed for all the sin of the whole world. I love Romans 10.9. That's why it can be possible. Romans 10.9 says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus shall believe in thy heart, that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. How simple it is that somebody today, and how possible it is today, that Romans 10.13 could be in place, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The only way that could be possible is because one man sinned and passed it on to us dead, but also one man died for our sins, and that person is Lord Jesus Christ, and he died for all the sins of the whole world. <clears throat> I marvel at people today that they think that a person that says they accept Christ as a Savior, that they'll never do anything wrong again. That's as far as anything can be said because we're all sinners in a sinful flesh. And they think and they, uh, that, that you have to keep on paying for your sins and your wrongdoings all down through years. From now on, anything I do wrong, i got to pay for it. No, I don't. Every sin that I ever commit or ever will commit, Jesus paid for every one of them. Now the problem is, have you took that by faith and trusted that shed blood to cleanse you from all your sin? And I like that word all. Not a hundred thousand. He cleanses us from all sin. First John 1 7. I pray the praise of the cross is found in verse 12. Let's go back now and I want you to watch this. The praise of the cross. Isaiah 53. And look at verse 12. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great. He shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he has poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bid the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Verse 12, the praise of the cross is, Therefore God will divide Jesus a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. I praise the Lord for the cross because not only did Jesus die for our sin, but he rose again from the dead. He is coming again for us, John 14. Now the whole thing is, in Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. I got news for you, I ain't either. I, I love the cross, but I don't like what people are trying to do with the cross today. I went to a, a Catholic church and a man's brother died and he wanted me to go with him to see his brother uh, at his funeral and I told him I would and I got to lead the man to the Lord so I went with him just to be with him there and I knew what they was going to do. 
But when the service began, here come a priest down, or a so-called priest down the aisle, and he was uh, right in front of him with somebody carrying a cross, and right in front of him was somebody swinging a little thing on a chain with incense, a smoke going uh, back and forth in front of him, and they was coming down the aisle, and he got up here and he said, Now, I, everybody, after he'd done a few other things, he'd come up and got people to chant and so on, but when he was through with it all, he said, Now, I want everybody to invite everybody to come forward, and uh, you take a, the wafer and the wine for the remission of your sins of everybody here today. And our friend that was there, he said, Brother Strong, you go with me up there? I said, No, and you ain't going either. He said, What? I said, no, you ain't going up there. That man can't forgive you your sins. There's nothing he got there. Now, wait a minute. But he was carrying the cross, the symbol of the death and burial and resurrection of the Lord Jesus. He was portraying the cross, but he didn't even know the meaning of it. Because there's only one, and that's the praise of the cross, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ can take your sins away from you. Amen. And don't come here with this kind of stuff. You take a little away from a little wine to cleanse you your sin. It's only the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that makes a difference. And that's what saves us. That's the praise of the cross. Amen. I love it. Amen. Amen. Come sing with us, please. <clears throat> All right, turn in your hymnals to hymn number 394. And would you stand with me, if you would please, hymn number 394. All to Jesus I surrender. I'm glad we have a true gospel. There's so many people around us that are not meeting this evening or don't have the true gospel. I'm glad we do, preacher. I'm glad you preach that. I surrender all. All to Jesus I surrender all to Him I Tell everybody he loves you and praying for you and thinking about you. So I just want to let you know that tonight. I love old brother. Uh, yes, ma'am.
And also, if you want to have them just, if they're here, oh yeah, if they come, just have them.